This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe, joined here today by not Robbie. <laughs> I mean, Robbie is here. Wow. He's virtually here. Joined here today in this. Not even <laughs> here and he still gets top billing. <laughs> what the heck? So we got we got Gabriel and Andy Cam here. Hey. We have we have Robbie virtual. Whatever. What's up, guys? We, Robbie's, Robbie's, tu- Robbie's tuned in from his house yeah. because he is COVID. Yeah. It's almost like a badge of shame. <laughs> I get you. I know. But I'm just like, oh, no. I can't believe I got no. it. But mm-hmm. like this new, you're in good company. The new Omicron. Joe's got it. President Joe. President Joe. Joe. Not I was Joe. like, I don't have Not it. Joe Humphrey. <laughs> President Joe Biden currently is positive yeah. for. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. So. But uh, seems half, half of uh, our seems like it's it. been fairly mild for you. It, it has. It's been like yesterday. Felt like a bad cold. Like the day before, I was like, this is if this is COVID, this isn't that bad. And yesterday. It, leaned into me a little bit but i'm i'm already feeling yeah. a lot better today uh apologize for the uh <clears throat> constant throat clears and snorts <laughs> just part of it well uh, I'm, I'm medicated we were talking trying we were talking yeah we we were talking before we got rolling here about uh the the 6a video so we had the 6a in the office you were had your sim in it and, and we're and we're when we're testing so we were kind of waiting to do the a roll so we ended up doing the a roll um kind of the day you you kind of first started having symptoms or i guess kind of second day but you thought it was just some some cold or allergies or whatever and uh if you go and watch that video robbie's voice i mean everyone always says that gabriel and and robbie sound like retired country (laughs) singers (laughs) if you go and listen to robbie's voice in this video it's a it's a little lower than normal it's not well it's not even that it's lower it's just like it's got this like extra raspiness to it that that is not normal it's still it's still there a little bit today it's not as bad yeah yeah you i i I think you're you're sounding better already so that's good that's good um a couple quick housekeeping things before we hop into some news of the week which is largely going to be the the uh the google announcement hardware stuff hardware stuff which is always fun uh but before we get into that uh we put out our last interview with our three-part series with logitech uh our our last uh interview uh episode with amy mayer uh and she was just it was an awesome chat she was super fun uh she owns a company called fried technology and they do professional development and um training and, and stuff like that for educators and so she really knows her stuff and she's a great communicator she's she was she was great as a guest 
and she she taught me some stuff, which is always fun. When when we have these education edu focused uh, episodes, I'm I'm learning kind of right along with you all. So I'm I'm just asking the questions <laughs> that I don't know and right. and just going going with the flow, and it's it's fun. And she was uh, she was great. And so we we now have three episodes out, three interview episodes out. Uh, we'll make sure to link to those um, down in the show notes. And the giveaway is still running. So the uh, 30 Chrome packs that we're going to give away to one educator or school faculty mm-hmm. is going all the way through the month of July. So that'll end at the end of the month. And you need to go get it in a win Absolutely. if you're an educator. Absolutely. Uh, 30 Chrome packs packed full of goodies. Yeah, that's a big addition to any classroom, lab, school, yeah. whatever. I mean, it, that, that would be a big deal. And it's it's all the things you need. You've got wireless keyboard mouse. Help me out here, Andy Cam. Wireless keyboard mouse, uh, webcam, uh, headset, blue uh, USB so, microphone. Uh, nice. And then a uh, the logic and the logic pen if if your if it has you if your classroom has USI Chromebooks and then the backpack which yeah. the backpack's pretty dope it is I'm not gonna lie it is. yeah like my the, kids just want the backpack which <laughs> yeah. is awesome so. With the Logitech branding yeah. on the front I don't uh, I don't know if you can go buy those you can get just the Herschel but I don't I don't think you can get the Herschel bag yeah. with the Logitech branding I don't know so. that they sell those yeah. packs I think it's more of a promotional thing yeah that they I think do. that's something they just they hooked up with Herschel and had them had them yeah. are they embroidered or stamped they're embroidered they're embroidered just yeah, for this nice. yeah. they have some they, Logitech has some dope backpacks on their website but they don't have this one yeah and that's the one my kids want. It's so. uh, it's a, it's, it's a pretty cool uh, giveaway. It's by far the the largest giveaway we've ever done, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> by far. And just yeah, huge shout out to Logitech for making it happen. I mean, they they came to us and said they wanted to do something cool and wanted to wanted to uh, uh, reach out to some educators and yep. help some educators. And here we are. We're doing our, our biggest giveaway yet. And gonna run through the end of the month. So make sure to go get entered to win. We'll obviously make sure to link it and everything. Um. And then, oh yeah, one other thing. Just make make sure to subscribe if you're watching this yeah, on YouTube. Absolutely, just go there and click subscribe. If you're listening, check go it out watch on, it on YouTube. YouTube. You might. I mean, it's a totally different. I've said this a million times. It's a completely different dynamic. I would much. Some people prefer to listen. I would much rather watch a podcast. I love yep. watching um, Leo Laporte's behind the scenes podcasts that the stuff that they do. So they record all of it on video. Yeah, and then they <laughs> trim it down for the podcast. So you get some outtakes. You get some different stuff. They're long, but I just I enjoy watching them, especially yep. when they have guests and stuff. I like Kevin Tofel was on there one time. It's just it's really yeah. cool to watch them. So and, if and you haven't watched it, come over and subscribe. Yeah, you might like it. You might like it better. We'll, we'll make sure to link it, but you can always just go to YouTube, the Chromecast Podcast, uh, all separated there. And if you watch the video, you get to meet Paul and Dan. Dan made a guest appearance. His final, his first, not final. I hope it's not his final. It better not be. His uh, I'm final. sorry, Dan. I'm sorry, Dan. Uh, his first guest appearance in a thumbnail, and uh, and we made sure to get a glamour shot for him. Uh, he said he needed a new headshot. I don't know why. I don't know if he's trying to like get out there. Like I don't know. Like what if we what if we what if we found a LinkedIn for Dan and he's out applying for I think jobs? we should. We could like make a make him a Twitter. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's great. Oh my gosh, we totally should. Andy Dan, and, do you like hey, Tic Tac? Hey, cr- <laughs> creative producer, get on that. <laughs> we should just post a TikTok of Dan. Create his own TikTok. And we post seven days a week, just, and it's just, literally the just, same thing, just a different soundtrack every time. And it doesn't do anything. It's just him sitting with the new pixel. Yeah, you but know how cool though would it be five years from now? <laughs> we're still doing this podcast. <laughs> if anyone's listening, 
Yeah. We can see like you'll yeah. s- it'll be like a timeline yeah. of, of yeah of I love Dan's this life. Idea. See, It'll Robbie, be huge in five years. Robbie, you like, need to come yeah. back. This is what happens when you leave. We're, we're getting off the it's rails. Going, going, yeah. I, I thought he walked out. away. <laughs> I, I did for a second. I asked, I asked Andrew if I was off camera or not. Uh, I'm trying to fix my lighting because like, I keep I, my my camera looks like it's popping uh, exposure. So I tried to change some stuff. Oh. Uh, I don't know. If it's you don't have well, your so. you don't have your light your extra lighting rig. We should have sent there. You, we should have thought about this. We should have sent you home with the ring light. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't tell if it's the lighting or I don't know. It keeps just popping exposure. Yeah. Huh. Well, cool. I mean, one kind of cool thing. Well, it kind of worked, and then it wasn't working. Now it's working. Uh, we use Riverside for all of our interview episodes. Huge shout out to them. Uh, this is a really cool platform <clears> where <throat> you get to uh, have a studio, uh, a green room where you get to interview guests and it's capturing the audio and video in the background in your browser cache and but it's creating a nice little live stream so that we can sit and still chat live back and forth but it's actually saving a much higher quality file that we can then use to edit it just occurred to me are there cameras in those chrome packs yes yeah there's a web webcam now i'm not saying we take those but i'm saying we each should have a Chrome pack at our house for this exact Absolutely. scenario. They we have, should. It, there's what it has the have, ice in there. Yep, the, had the microphone. microphone. Everything we need is right there. We had everything sitting here. We should have. We should have equipped Robbie. Ro- Robbie Darn came him. from restaurants like I did. I don't know if he ever saw these, but at O'Charlie's we had the emergency packs if the uh, network or the uh, power ever went out. So all the servers had emergency packs, which consisted oh, nice. of like the old school credit card swiper oh, gosh. and you know flashlights and all that stuff. Because you still got to be able to. You still got to take pay. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but yeah, for today, Robbie is actually joining us via the mobile app. So he's actually the the video and the audio that we're getting is from the Pixel Six Pro, which is much higher quality than whatever yeah. Acer webcam he was trying to use earlier. Yeah, well, we no, tried the audio. We tried to use the we try yeah we tried to use the phone first and then it wasn't working so we went to the webcam and then back and finally got it working. But yeah, I don't want to I don't want to back on the the camera here, but it's you know it's the the spin. Uh, um, Five thirteen. Five thirteen, and uh, I kept yeah. wanting to say seven. I'm like, no, it's not seven. I was like, seven fourteen. It's not fourteen. It's that <laughs> COVID brain. Uh, yeah, the the five thirteen, and you know that's one of the parts in the in the review of this thing. We were like, eh, mm-hmm. it does use the temporal noise stuff, whatever. That yep, it, it, it's better than like a super low end camera, but just a bit. It's still seven twenty, and you could tell the minute right. I I joined the 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 uh, podcast with that camera, it was. Definitely a big, a big degradation in quality. So, uh, a little soft. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, I I don't know why it's. It seems like it stopped doing it now. I don't know. Now there it goes. It, so we're just gonna <laughs> have these fun little pops of exposure. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's just a little strobe over there. Yeah. Robbie's actually having a party. Yeah. He's having a COVID party. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it over here off camera. You definitely need going. to put some. <laughs> right there, some, uh, a disco ball disco spitting. Ball right here. Cheat with the uh, with the, the flashing light, the light party thing. Yeah. Yep, that's happening. See, if you watch the video, uh, you get to see great. these fun we'll little Easter know. eggs that that Andy Cam throws in there. I hope. Uh, I, who knows? We could end up uploading the video and it's not doing it at all. So. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Hey, it, this is uh, 
this is just trying to make it work. You know, Trial it's all and error, good. Baby. It, yep. It's all good. Most uh, of what we do is in beta. We're like <laughs> we are right. like the Google of the news world. <laughs> Everything's in beta. <laughs> hey, uh, well Some that worked. I don't know. Let's yeah. try it. There Let's figure go. it out. Exactly. Let's make it happen. That is our mantra, and it's gotten us this far, so we're sticking to it. Alrighty, let's dive into some news from the week, and like we said, a lot of it's going to revolve around some hardware, which is always fun, and we've got we've got our awesome thumbnail up on the TV here. With a thumb in it. With a thumb. It's a thumbnail with a thumb. The thumb thumbnail. I love how that turned out. I just absolutely love it. And Andy Cam did some some editing magic and masked the phone so that we could get the exposure perfect on the phone so you could see the camera modules in there. I love how the uh, unboxing knife just pops in the corner. I know, like and it's, it's the just, texture on that. Robbie, who, so who got you that knife? Uh, I think that was another in-law purchase. It was like in, in a Christmas stocking oh, well, kind of thing. Okay. So like between that is and that a, little extension cord that we use, like literally use all every the single day. I is it a cobalt? It looks like a like, cobalt knife. Yeah, I think it's cobalt. Yeah, it's a yeah. nice knife. It just That's looks a very, good very distinct color. Yeah. It's the it's the texture on it, and it's a nice color, and we use a lot of blue. Obviously, that's kind of our main accent color that we use for the brand. And so it's just a nice, it's a nice little pop. I love it. Um but yeah, uh, main announcement uh, that we want to talk through is the 6A. Pixel Buds Pro are up for pre-order. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in those, you can go snag those. One ninety nine. One ninety nine. Yep. We're excited to we're excited to test those. We're excited to get those in the office and I test really those. Am, I mean, yeah. I'm very excited. I, I feel to, like to if Google delivers, and I put this in my post yesterday, if they deliver on everything that they're saying uh, about these, I feel like one ninety nine is a very solid price because obviously there's really good headphones out there for a hundred bucks, even less really if you want it. But there's some really really good headphones out there for what 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 are AirPods Pro now? They're Two fifty. They're two fifty, but always on sale. Right, always on sale for like but I mean, thirty or two twenty. There's some other ones yeah. out there that are three hundred dollars, whatever. If Google can deliver on everything, re- yep. really well, one ninety nine is a super solid price for these. So let's go through just for anybody who's listening who hasn't heard us talk about these before. Let's let's run through some of those features. Um, no idea. <laughs> Gabe Gabe says I know Robbie. Headphones I know Robbie. By, I'm joking. <laughs> I wrote the article yesterday. I'm joking. They're they're headphones by Google. That's yeah. What they are. That's what yeah. they are. So they did away with the thorn, which is cool. Very uh, nice. The design is different. The case is pretty much the same, but uh, they look like they're going to be way more comfortable. They have custom 11 millimeter drivers. Uh, they brought they have the capacitive touch in them, which is awesome because we yep. missed that on the A series. Yep. Uh, they have. Uh, I can't remember exactly what they called it, but it's uh, active pressure relief mm-hmm. around. So it, n- no one's ear are identical. So they may or may not create a perfect seal when you put them in, but there's some pressure relief that goes on that also helps with the noise canceling right. and pass through and all of that stuff. Uh, obviously assistant built in. Um, they're saying 11 hours off the case. If you're not using noise canceling, right? 31 hours of use with the case because it's a, a wireless charging USB-C yep. case, uh, water resistant, and three mics in each earphone. And I think, and I think one no, of the, there's the, a, oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, one of the killer features too is going to be, uh, you know, Google's ML, like machine learning stuff mm-hmm. that yeah. they've been working on with meat and all the stuff using dual array microphones. Like they're going to be able to use that stuff for their ANC on this. So it's not, mm-hmm. you know, like 
Bose and Sony are the ones to me that come to mind when I think of like just amazing uh, noise cancellation. And um, you know, I, I feel like Google has the ability, probably in the the, the smarts and the research and the, the data, to probably create some amazing noise canceling with these. Right. Um, but I think that the step up is what what Gabe just mentioned. The, the thing that it can basically detect that that ear is not quite sealed mm-hmm. and, and adapt for that because. I, yeah. I don't know that any other uh, earbud has ever attempted to even do something like that. Um, I am seeing the a voice accelerometer and motion detection accelerometer and, and gyroscope. Yeah, what, and gyroscope. So. What is that for? Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. Well, in the in one of the things I was reading, it says it uses that for in-ear detection and the play pause and something else. So I, I'm not exactly sure what why it's called voice, oh, I, but you, it says that those are yeah. I know why I, I know why it would need a gyroscope though for because uh, they're they're going to be doing the crap. What is the audio where if you whatever sitting spatial audio spatial uh, audio yeah. So the, it, you need oh, okay. a gyroscope okay. for spatial audio because the the gyroscope yep. t- informs the device where it is in space basically. Where, yeah, where you're turning. Okay. That's that's hmm. exactly yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as Robbie was yeah, as Robbie was saying, the machine learning and AI and what Google's done, this is an opportunity for them to um take what they've done with the Pixel cameras and apply that to yeah. headphones. Right. They don't have to be the most premium best speakers ever made, but Google's machine learning and Google's smarts, even if it becomes like their own custom tensor chip that they use in the headphones down the road, whatever, it can take what's a really good set of headphones and turn them into one of the best on the market through software. Because like it or not, Google's camera on their phone is one of the best phone cameras out there. Yep. Now, it, dep- I mean, it depends on who you talk to and it depends on what you're doing with the camera. Are there some cameras that do certain things better? Yes. But the combination of software and the camera on the Pixel phone make it the most well-rounded shooter out there. Well, so. and and they've you know they've they've touted some of the uh, the engineering and design that have have gone into headphones yeah. before that didn't quite deliver. So I'm hoping they've you know they've hired folks that are that are working on these headphones and and hoping I'm hoping that they they iron out some of the some of the kinks um yeah because the original pixel buzz not the a series but the ones before that the first uh, wireless ones they were really good in a lot of aspects oh, yeah. all they have to do is move the bar forward a little bit from an audio standpoint but then deliver on the things because yeah. the the issue with those was the connectivity yeah. issues i was and then the lag my i was putting in my backyard i had my truck pulled up to the back of of my carport so I'm literally 50 feet away from my, yeah. not even 50 feet, 40 feet away from my phone, 
going out and picking up my discs as I was putting in the backyard. It's not a football and, field. And kept cutting out. I'm like, what the heck? I just took them out. Like, it gets so Yeah, I remember Joe walking, like, from his desk to one other side of the office <laughs> one like, time nope, and, like, hearing God. him yell because his headphones cut out. Well, it's like yeah. they... Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I just stopped wearing them for, for long enough that I was wearing them for a little bit there, like working out with my phone in my pocket yeah. and they were doing better. And I was like, Oh yeah, they're fine now. I think I probably even said it on this podcast. Like, Oh yeah, they're, they're doing fine now, but and I then, really only had uh, them like I had my phone in my pocket, but they'll even cut out sometimes with my phone, even in my pocket. That was like, the weird the thing heck? for me is that there was really no rhyme or reason. Cause I used to, m- my wife kind of commandeered mine, but I would wear them when I would mow because yeah. they fit me really well. And I liked wearing, and they, they would plug your ear nicely. Right. Which is, yeah, it was literally only in my <laughs> yeah. front yard yeah. when I was taking a left turn. A it's like loop. some weird <laughs> frequency, like universal <laughs> equation. My phone was in my pocket. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. know. Anywho, I, I'm stoked on these new headphones. Obviously, one thing that we always talk about, and <clears throat> I think it's, I think as more and more people are playing mobile games, it's something that more and more people need to think about is lag. Yep. Um, I hope these are, you know latency free with a bluetooth you know earbud is never going to be perfect but get it close get it close enough that we can play games with these headphones and not have a huge discernible yeah because there's a window a a millisecond window that your brain doesn't register as long as it's it's below it doesn't like you said there's no such thing as completely lag free but if it's below a certain window your brain bridges that gap yeah and you don't notice it so um what were some of those deals you all were messaging in the writer's room and i can't remember if if we ended up writing it or not uh were they doing some deals with the the um uh, series a headphones for yeah. free if you ordered something. yeah so any of the official reseller retailers so best buy the google store and also amazon which is really weird because they don't use to do that if you go to the 6a amazon landing page and you you can get the 6a by itself or you can get it with a case for a few dollars extra or you can select free headphones Okay. So you can uh, you get the A series, which I mean, I wouldn't buy a set of A series for a hundred dollars. But if you gave me a yeah. free set of A series, they're good yeah. headphones. They're they they're really good headphones, but they're free with any of the six A pre orders. They, they sound good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sound really good, actually. Uh, and they fixed, I think, most of the connectivity stuff. Mm-hmm. Robbie, I know you've used them probably more than more than me. Uh, have you ever had any issues with connectivity on those? No, and I, I specifically pushed them. Um, to try to figure out like that was the two things i wanted to see um just out mm-hmm. of I, I think after the pixel buds pro were announced i've grabbed those off the shelf and you know threw them in my ear and used them to work for a little while like they even fixed the the thorn you know uh part of yeah. that yes. the earbud was way better <clears throat> in those and and so that, that gives me a lot of hope for thinking okay like Google, I think took yeah. the A series and, and ironed out a lot of the right. the primary issues with the the Pixel Buds. Um, so they addressed those. They hired all kinds of people uh, that know yep. a bunch yeah. of stuff about audio engineering and all that kind of stuff. So, and then they kind of low key announced these headphones. They didn't make. Like, I remember when the the original wireless Pixel Buds were announced at the hardware event. I mean, it was a good fifteen minute thing. They oh spent. yeah. I mean, oh yeah. It, it was front and center. This this felt more like uh, hey you know we we did this better and you know just kind of slid, slid them out there a little sheepishly I think almost um, and, and giving almost, themselves a little slack is what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me hopeful that maybe that that all of that will combine to you know make for a, 
a really good experience. And, you know, if you, if you try yeah. Google's history throughout a lot of things, uh, that tends to be the case, you know, the third iteration of the pixel phone, mm-hmm. uh, was the pixel three yep. XL three a, and other than the bathtub notch, that was a really well received phone. They fixed great, most of the phone, yep. dumb yep. little issues they had with prior pixels and, and the third iteration kind of set the trajectory for the next couple of years. Uh, same thing with their Chromebooks, you know, the, I, I still like the original Chromebook Pixel and the Chromebook Pixel 2015. They're they're great, mm-hmm. but those led to the third iteration of their Chromebook, which was the Pixelbook, which is still, you know, held up as one of the best Chromebooks ever made. Um, yep. So I, I feel like they catch their stride around like the third tries of things. So well, uh, at Pixel, yeah. you know, well, the Pixel 5a was quietly really great too like we didn't talk about it very mm-hmm. much but you know the 3a was really i thought 3a was great the 4a was weird but it was in a weird time for them um with the yeah. pixel 5 and stuff but the pixel 5a was quietly excellent um it was a really excellent phone uh, i think and it, it moved over with the 6a as well but <clears throat> i think it takes google especially with their hardware a few years to really iron out some of the details i mean heck the the you could argue that the uh the Nest Audio is a third gen, basically a third a yep. third year yep, product. True. And the Nest Audio is like, ah, good. This got everything right. You know, like I don't feel like I need the Max as much anymore, but it doesn't feel like a little baby speaker. Like they kind of ironed it out. They figured out like what yep. to keep, what to leave, and so I, I'm hoping. Yeah, we were that's joking the case about here. that. Um, yeah, I saw somebody on Facebook Marketplace yesterday was selling an OG Google Home for like it was like seventy dollars. <laughs> So is the thing it's even power on? <laughs> we saw I mean, ours is sitting over yeah. there, but oh yeah, you know. we still have one. Ours is on the shelf in the studio, in yeah. our kitchen. I'm looking at it right now, and it's uh, it's still a good little thing. I, I like it. Yeah, um, it's it's yep. unique. It looks like an air freshener, but it does. Yes, it does. Um, it does. I would rather well, have it, a Nest Audio sitting over there, but I'm like, it yeah. doesn't need to be replaced. Something about that original, though. It's nice just to have around, you know. Reminder. Um, but we've talked about this several times on this on this show. Uh, you know, Google is still a, a, a fairly new hardware company. Absolutely. You know, and, and so it makes sense that they're, you know, having to kind of, you know, test these products. Mm-hmm. They're they're having to just put stuff out. I mean, you got to get feedback from from users. I mean, right. you can sit and have, you can dog food devices or you can have people test devices. But until you get it out to the masses, you're not going to know. And so they're they're kind of finding their stride on some of these yep, devices. Like it Robbie feels said. like it feels like up until about you know the three A up until a couple of years ago, Google from a hardware perspective, Google was just an R and D company. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Nexus line yeah. literally was R and D. They never made Nexus phones with the intention of being a like big selling phone maker. Selling a lot of them, it was yeah. all research. And now that their software and their hardware is coming together, they're building an ecosystem. Even though the Nest ecosystem needs some work it really does things are the assistant and all that they, they've got they've got some software stuff to do there they've kind of nailed the hardware side yeah. of it but now they've gotten to a point where they say all right we can make marketable products that compete with other big name manufacturers sure. so sure yeah i i'm very very excited to to test out these these headphones uh i almost went ahead and did the pre-order but i was like <laughs> uh i think i'm gonna hold off for just a little bit i want to you know i want to wait and see yeah. some of the reviews and 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 hopefully we can get some in the office and test them out um and we, and we should you, see them show up in stores too on the 28th like the 28th is like yeah. orders go out but also like store availability so we'll probably see yeah, i'm really hoping a lot of retailers that uh 
like yeah. T-Mobile still carries the A series, you can walk in there and get them just you know you can throw them on your phone plan if you want i'm hoping right. that that they will just be at walmart out Best about. Buy everywhere else on the yep. 28th i'll just yep. go get some go snag them test them out always return them oh wait <laughs> okay robbie <laughs> uh one 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 other quick thing on the uh, on the pixel buds pro uh, uh joanna wrote this up the auto switching so you oh, guys yeah. y- uh, you guys kind of fill everybody in what what this is yeah, so it's a uh, uh, somebody. Yeah, somebody. He's anybody. the fast pair guy. I'm going to let him run with that. So. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's just something built upon fast pair. So, uh, idea being, uh, a la what you see with uh, AirPods and MacBooks and iPhones, that you'll easily be able to pass that connection between your devices. Um, so just kind of hand off that connection. So, for instance, as we were setting up this this uh, what amounts to a video call here uh, for the podcast. You know, we were switching back and forth if ideally because um, they didn't say anything about Chromebooks in the announcement. But I mean, Chromebooks have fast pair like it, it'll be part of that experience as well. But I would have been able to, hey, this is being really weird on my phone. I'm going to jump over to the Chromebook and just click connect on the, the earbuds and they would just connect over there. Um, and so it's this like multi-point Bluetooth thing, but it's also tied into fast pair where it's attached to your account too. So, you know, yeah. it's, it almost becomes an audio source basically, um, on your device. So like when I click the audio output, if I choose, you know, the speakers, like if I have earbuds in for my Chromebook, for instance, on the volume slider, I can click the, the over arrow and choose which output I want. Well, ideally like that, the um, Pixel Buds Pro would just be on there all the time. And so if they're active and available, they're on there. And even if they're connected to my phone, the minute I click that, boom, it just switches over boom, to the Chromebook switch. and then jump right back to the phone when I need those. So uh, looking very forward to that. Right now, again, it said, you know, I'm sure Andrew's sitting over there smugly grinning. I can't see it. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to make an Apple joke right now, but I don't feel like I can. So. Spinning his mustachio, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. oh, you have auto switching, eh? Coming soon. I think Google oh. should like present this as like it's this cutting edge feature that oh no God. one's exactly. ever done, like some other company likes to they do. Should. That's what they should do. This is magic, people. This is magic. This is we have come up with this from the ground. Uh, yeah, the most um, innovative. Hmm. Yeah, and so it's going to launch on Sorry. the, the Pixelbooks Pro, but Google said it will work with all. Uh, and here's the thing that, that Apple can't claim: uh, it will work with other multi-point Bluetooth right. devices in the future. Right. So, um, which is awesome. You know, if you get obviously, it'll have to be the later codecs for you know you're not going to be able to go grab your Jaybirds out probably, uh, Joe, and make this work. But um, yeah, you know something that's been made in the last year or so that has multi-point that uh, supports Android Fast Pair. Once those things are in place, uh, you'll be able to take advantage of that with those too. It won't just be for yeah. Google's own headphones. So, as much as yeah, we because they're saying Sony and JBL in the coming weeks, obviously the ones that are compatible with it. But that's 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 way different than Google's normal coming soon or later this year. Right. Like it's yeah. it'll be rolling Actually, out yeah. very soon. So yeah, and, awesome. yeah, and I think that's the cool differentiator here is that. Yeah, it's this is aping something Apple's been doing for a little while, sure. But the minute it's available on a bunch of third-party headsets on a bunch of different phones right. that aren't made by Google, uh, that's the differentiator, yeah. and that's where you, and stuff like this to me is where you start to see the the, the fork of the way that Google looks at hardware and software, and right. the way that Apple looks at hardware and software, and 
to bring in a new feature and be like, hey, it's going to be a lot of work for us to make this work on a bunch of different pieces of hardware. But we're going to do that because it's honestly, it's just the better thing to do over time. Eventually, it's the better thing to do. So it's like, yeah, it's like we're going to do this thing that you all are doing. We're just going to do it better. It only took us a couple of years, but we're I doing mean, it. Just <laughs> well, again, and if, if Google yeah. said, hey, I'm we're just... going to make it work with Pixels and um, yeah. these three Chromebooks and our own tablets, and that is all, right. they could have done this a long time ago. But yeah, oh, yeah, that, sure. that's not the route that yeah, they sure. go. So, um, you know, yeah. I, I get sometimes like features like this are going to take a little bit longer, but a m- much larger portion of uh, society will be able to take part we'll of these kind of it. features because they're not going to have to go buy thousands of dollars of proprietary hardware in order to make it work. And so, yeah, you know, you can look at that, that coin yeah. from either side, you know, it's sure, you know, but I, I, I tend to, to lean towards the, the stuff that gets made for more of like everyone, everyone. versus yeah, only a certain sure. subset of people. For sure. So uh, pixel buds pro up for pre-order right mm-hmm. now. You can, go, you can go pre-order four colors. as we speak Four four colors. What are they? Yeah, sage. <laughs> Sage, white, green, green. black, and, white, uh, yeah. coral. Oh, lemma, coral. lemon, 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 oh, that's right. that's lemon, <laughs> lemon grass, lemon. Did they it change it to grass? Yeah, it was. It was originally lemongrass. Yes, <laughs> lemon grass. It was limoncello. Maybe not. It was uh, when we first saw the like early leagues or something like that. But they when and the official release, I think they changed it to lemon grass. Yeah, okay, is that the yellow or the green? Maybe they're calling limoncello in uh, like uh, France or something like that. In Italy, yeah, only in Italy. There you go. Just in Italy. <laughs> in France, but only in a certain region of Italy. Yeah, that's right. Any you know, Americans it, what, be like, we have oh, these pulled up? What is <laughs> <laughs> limoncello? What is this? <laughs> Yeah, uh. but you get some color options, uh, which is nice. You can kind of find the one that suits your style. Uh, and, you know, it, it's it's cool. That's the one thing I have liked about these headphones is they are doing the multiple colors. And you know, it's just uh, you know rather than just having your white, you know, your white earbuds, you can you can accessorize a little bit and find the one that kind and of matches a, your style. That's another nice. thing that I really feel like Google has has really just nailed it. Their their design, while their phone may be unique. And some people may hate the way that it looks. I mean, this you thing, don't see a Google device this thing looks and say, great. hmm, who made that? Because I was watching uh, MKBHD's no- Nothing phone video, and from the side and the front, you would swear it's an iPhone. Like, it looks just like an iPhone mm-hmm. until you flip it around. You know that this is a Google phone, even without the G. So. We have a bug yeah, floating around it. here. It's driving right. me crazy. I'm going to catch him. All right, we'll, no, we'll so. take a break and get Anyways, that and the headphones have the same aesthetic. It's very, very much Google. You're yeah. not going to confuse these with some other device. And the, yeah. they have a unique colorways and stuff like that. And uh, I think they're going the right direction. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, I love it. Um, How do you get fingerprints on your phone when the case never comes off? I don't know. This huh. one This one is... is we're going to talk about this here in a second. 6A is... Is fingerprint magnet yep. for sure, but you're gonna have it in the case most of the time. Um, sure. So pre-orders are up now and available. You all were saying you can hopefully be able to go snag them in a store. Yeah, hopefully on the 28th. Yep, but yeah, right now you can get them from Google Store, Best Buy, Amazon. I think B and yeah, B and H Photo has them listed, and I'm assuming probably Target and Walmart will have them in the next okay. few days too. So dope. Yep. Cool. Excellent. Well, there you have it. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break for an ad, and we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. 
We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. So, technical difficulties during the break there. We, we, we said we were excited that Robbie was getting yeah. to use the, uh, the Riverside app on his, on his Pixel 6 Pro, and for some reason, it was really, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was stressing the device. So Robbie was getting a, what was it saying, Robbie, a heat error? Yeah. yeah, it was overheating the device. So it was shutting stuff down, which was awesome. Not good. Not what you want. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Uh, and now the upload, because basically Riverside's doing a live stream, but then capturing that file and uploading it in the background. Uh, the upload is taking forever, and so now as we're trying to start a new recording, it's not working. Yeah. So Robbie's actually just yeah. recording this version on his Pixel 6 Pro, and we're going to make it work. Yeah. So probably, so yeah, probably looks, should have tested this sooner, but we didn't know we were going to use this until yeah. we got yeah. ready to start today. So it's yeah. all good. It's all good. Yeah. We lived, we learned, and next right. time we'll know better. Well, it's it, the one good thing is we know now not to recommend this to interview guests. Right. Like, definitely need to just do it on a laptop. So yeah, uh, stick with now the we web. Yes. Stick with Yay. the web. Well, Riverside, the River, Riverside is a web-focused, you know, right. yeah. application. I mean, it was built for the web, so I feel like they're probably trying to make a phone app work, but really, it's built for the web. Right. So let me let me go back to a, <clears throat> an earlier suggestion I had before we started all of this, which was oh, no. to run over to the office real quick and grab the <laughs> HP Elite Dragonfly Chromebook with its superior front-facing camera. Yep. Probably would have. Just probably no, we already decided. Yeah. Next time, we're just doing it without you. <laughs> <laughs> or don't get COVID. Yeah, or just. Well, I'm going to go over to your house and just shoot a, a camera through the window. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> go across the street and telephoto <laughs> into this yeah, yeah, yeah. bay window. Wow, that's so not be weird a, at all. That'd be a weird shot. <laughs> Somebody's watching you. Yeah. Ugh. But anywho, we're going to make it work. It's all good. <clears throat> so let's talk now about the six A. Oh so yeah, <laughs> we we were we were ch- kind of talking about it, rounding about the uh, the the first uh, segment there, uh, but this is the new mid range phone from Google, and yeah. it is pretty stellar. Um, we just put out the. I'm not even going to call it an unboxing. We had a quick clip up front of Robbie yeah. taking it out of the box, but uh, other than that, it was more of an impressions video. Robbie, you actually uh, put your SIM in this and used it for a little bit. So, what were your what were your impressions? What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, a lot of you know, I, I saw some people talking about uh, Marquez's uh, MKBHD's video about some of the the gripes he kind of had with it and him being a little detached from from reality. And you know, to his defense, I think a, a guy that's been doing this as long as he has, uh, that's as deep into the tech world as he is. It's it's easy. It's easy to kind of lose touch with. You know, it's hard for me sometimes to remember uh, what people actually use, like real people use Chromebooks for. And luckily, I have you know family members and friends and stuff that I constantly am referring Chromebooks to that remind me that oh, yeah. you don't care about. I can tell you about all these ten things, and you don't care about those things. And so I try to kind of take that uh, that that mindset with looking at this phone. 
Yeah. So instead of being the tech nerd that that spent years selling phones and obsessing about cell phones, smartphones, and all that kind of stuff, um, I tried to look at it as like, what do people use cell phones for? And and all your basic stuff really it ends up coming down a lot to software. Um, the way that the phone delivers the software experience to you, and so you know the one thing that I. I I've said this countless times that always brings me back to Pixel isn't some hardware magic or some, I don't know, stylus or, you know, some pop out thing or whatever. It's no, there's never a gimmick. There's never a hardware gimmick that brings me back to Pixel. It's always software. Mm -hmm. It's, it's Google's take on Android. It's, it's their way of handling animations. It's, it's their way of dealing with, you know, the, the features and the Pixel specific stuff that comes along uh, with the phone that ends up being all the little things that you don't even notice while you're using it until you stop using it. And you're like, Oh wait, Oh crap. I don't want to get that. I don't have a pixel. I can't glance at my phone and see what that song is. I, I that you know, the the at a glance widget isn't the same on other phones as it is on my Pixel. And you know, for a long time, it was the you know the the Discover feed being on the left side of the panel wasn't mm-hmm. there unless you had a Google made phone. Like, and that was a huge detractor. Um, then, especially with Material U, like I noticed with the OnePlus Ten Pro that I tried out, like their take on Android. Android 12 is very much like Android 11. So it didn't look like Android 12. It looked mostly like Android 11 still. I found that I missed all the material design tweaks and stuff that they've done with this new version. And so it's a hundred different things that create the Pixel experience. And kudos to Google for creating something like this for over the years of honing this this view they have of Android into something that makes you want to go back to it. Um, and then, you know, you got the cameras obviously that are always great. I just like the facts that fact that like my whole family has learned to refer to it as pixel fix it. You know, like, like we'll just point the phone and be like, I don't, I don't know. Like that's a terrible, I don't know. Pixel fix it. You know, the, and, sun, the sun is pointing <clears throat> right in the middle of the frame. Right it's you. okay. And yeah. You, it's it, fine. Pixel fix it. Don't worry about it. You know, um, and, and I've, I like that I can rely on it. It's, I've had it for long enough that I know that it's going to do what it's going to do, you know. And mm-hmm. so, like, all of that stuff has nothing really. I mean, it does have something to do with hardware, but it doesn't have anything to do with hardware gimmicks. Like, give me a good screen and a decently yeah. built phone and then put that software in that package. And that's what the, the 6A is. I mean, it's, you know, this. I, I love that they used plastic on the back to save money. It makes it lighter. Um, yeah. It doesn't detract from the look. You can tell if you, once I tell you, and you're like, uh, yeah, that's done. That's not glass. Like, it's not quite as smooth. Like, it's grippy a little bit. Now, it's funny um, because it, Marquez, Marquez said it's said glass. It's glass. Like, it is not. Okay. And so that tells me, like, it's it, it, it'll fool you if you don't know the difference. But if you and that's good. I six, mean, if it fooled him, yeah, absolutely. Like, feel, just rub your finger on your phone there, Gabe, and then rub the back of the 6A, and you'll notice Very immediately. Slight. It's not glass. tapping it with your fingernail. I can feel it. Yeah. But even even on the the Google Store, it says back back panel, uh, thermoform. What was it? Thermoform <laughs> something. I don't remember. Plastic. Nuclear polycarbonate. You had adhesion. Yeah, it's plastic. Sodium. Look, it, and it's fine. Composite. It's okay. There you go. Composite. Thermoformed composite. It's yeah. plastic, but. Nobody wants to say plastic because we think of plastic as a fork Cheap. or a, a, a solo cup. But yeah. plastic's awesome in a lot of different applications. And with metal rails and a good, a well-made plastic back, 
you don't know the difference. It's going to be in a case anyway. It cost saves. It's way more durable. So I'm like, yep. that that's not a big deal at all. So now you've got a pretty <clears throat> decent piece of hardware that delivers the Pixel experience in its fullness because Tensor's inside. Um, and, and where Google did the biggest change this year over every other year is including the latest processor. Um, yep. the, the, it'd, be, it'd be the same as the Pixel 4a having come out with a Snapdragon 865 in it. Or 855, I think, is what was in the 4. Um, and, and so that's a, that's a huge step forward, too. And, and with them having their own in-house silicon, that, that is possible with that. I think the only downgrade that steals from the experience a little bit um, is the 60 hertz screen. And, sure. and I do. Like, yep. a lot of people were disagreeing with uh, MKBHD on this, but I kind of agree with him. Like, there is something a little jankier feeling about this 60 hertz screen than others. And I can't tell if that's the fact that I haven't used a non 90 or 120 hertz screen in, I don't know, two years like on a regular basis. So yeah. I can't tell if it's extra janky. What's weird is I jump into Apex Legends on that phone, and it yeah. doesn't feel jerky to me. It feels pretty dang smooth. Um, so I don't know. Um, and it could just be an animation issue with, with Google software or something. Again, after using it for about five minutes, I stopped really noticing it that much. It's not like apps are loading slowly or anything. It's just there's a little bit of frame dropping in, yeah. in certain spots um I didn't, that it I, feels like it's more it's, it's worse than it should be really uh, i don't i don't think it's just the screen but we we were filming b-roll <laughs> yesterday and i was sitting and kind of messing with it for the first time and i didn't notice anything yeah it's it's only certain times and so what, that's what tells me it's probably that could be something with you know if, if google software is now tweaked obviously to be running on they've been doing 90 hertz screen since the pixel 4 you know, if they're really tweaked to do that and they haven't really taken into account to turn some of those frame rates down, maybe, or so, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I'm, it, I'm not really sure. It could sure. be a simple so, software tweak, honestly. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm sitting here just swiping through. I mean, you, you can maybe see it from this other camera. It's going to be hard. I mean, we're filming, we're filming at 30 and this, this is, uh, you know, uh, not going to get captured on camera, uh, the way it looks sitting here swiping. Um, but this is this is moving right along. What well, about there the, was uh, there was a little something right there. The fingerprint sensor. Oh, that's, no, that's been good. the two two people I've watched have said it's uh, it's it's bad. But which is mm-hmm. odd because we were expecting it to be better than the six and the six pro. Yeah, that I didn't notice any difference. Like I never had any problems with it reading. It's not fast. Um, that's what I'm wondering if it's like because there's different people that say different things. Like Michael Fisher said, it was arguably one of the worst he's ever used but then he also compared it to the six and six pro so i think in his opinion um very respected opinion he thinks the six and six pro are really bad as well uh but then again he had a a bum unit and had to get a replacement he's only had the phone for like two days so he did an instagram live yesterday because he hasn't done his review yet Uh, but then marquez talking about the fingerprint sensor which is funny because i over the weekend i was doing what i do and smoking a bunch of meat and i had uh, a nitrile gloves on that i wear when i'm cooking my fingerprint sensor on my six works flawlessly with a glove on what because they're that thin (laughs) i mean it could but i i was showing my wife i was like look at this she's like there must be something wrong with it so she tried to unlock it with her finger and it wouldn't work it is like you said it's not lightning fast but after having this for a week a few weeks 
I don't notice because I always felt like my OnePlus was faster. But I haven't had any issues with the accuracy or having to press it more than once or hold my finger for a long time. So I don't know. Yeah, I that right there. I I feel like it was something they tweaked uh, on this on the six. Uh, I've had no issues with mine recently. Like I'm sitting here. Just yeah, and even it, after all those tweaks, like no I remember, Joe, you you having better success with yours, and my Pixel Six was still no good. Uh, right. But since I moved to the Pro, I've it's not really thought about it. Again, it's not mm. fast. I'm, I'm not right. I'm not even trying to say like, oh, it's super fast. Like I love the one on the. Uh, uh, samsung galaxy s22 plus that i had like it literally was just just as soon as you contact the screen boom it's not it was and that's it, what i'd like it's not optical though is it no is it's it? ultrasonic yeah ultrasonic, yeah um and so you know i i feel like i'm sure that's a much more expensive sensor uh but that's that's what it needs to move to next like sure. everybody just needs to get away from these optical I feel sensors like, on, the, on the screen yeah i feel like in my opinion if they would get rid of the second bump when it unlocks, your brain would not notice the delay as much. That's what made it feel like it was so much. Because I would take my OnePlus and this, and I would do them at the same time. They really that weren't that to, different. It's that second bump when it unlocks that makes your brain register. Yeah. There's a delay between me touching it and it opening. If it just did the one. I think if it just bumped when huh. you touch it, you would never notice. Because I hadn't my even OnePlus noticed yep. wasn't actually any faster, but in my brain, it felt 10 times faster. Oh, that's interesting. So, your brain's a powerful tool, sir. <laughs> and I think okay? that's why eventually, once you use it for a while, um, you know, you you get used to it. Like, yeah. you're okay with it. Um, and so, like, and I would assume, Gabe, now that you've been using the 6 for a little while, like, you probably don't think about that very often. No, not at all. Not until we just sat here and brought it up. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think about it whatsoever. And again, was yeah, extremely so. impressed at how well it works, even in diverse um, conditions. Mm-hmm. So. And so, like, if you take away the whole 60 hertz thing, and I said this in the our, our impressions video, like, if you if you are fine with that, if you're okay with that, um, and okay with a six inch phone, like it's a smaller phone for sure, um, but like if if all those things work for you, like the rest of the Pixel Six experience is here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's downgraded hardware in the cameras, um, but it's the tried and true 12.2 megapixel camera that they've been using since the pixel two. And you can say what you want about camera hardware, but you know, as well as I do every year, new phones come out and they have better, whatever, bigger numbers, better specs, and somehow don't take better photos. Google's photo ability is all in software. And again, you've got tensor inside. So, you know, it's going to take whatever you hand it and make it look awesome. And, I, I was having a really hard time telling the difference other than with closer up objects because the focal length is different sure. on the primary shooters between the that and then a Pixel 6 or the Pixel 6 Pro. Um, it was hard to tell the difference between the two from a color, contrast, clarity, sharpness, all that stuff. Like It all stands up because, it's yes, you've got a 50 megapixel camera, but it's binned, which means they take four pixels to one pixel, basically. So they bend it at 12.5 uh, megapixels basically and so even though there's 50 megapixels of information which is good you're getting more info right um it's still taking a 12.5 megapixel photo and so uh, i mean that's the case with all large megapixel um cameras they're always going to bend those pixels um and, and so you're not getting that much more sharpness really overall um and 
Google's been working with this this set of lenses for a long time and this set of yep. sensors. So they know how to like make their software make the most out of that stuff. And so I it, I don't I don't feel like there's almost any downgrade in the camera department there. Um, I, I wish I could say, I kind of want to be able to say, like, oh, no, the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro takes so much better photos. They just don't. Um, yeah. To, not to my eye, anyway. Yeah. We're going to do a we're gonna do a camera test. Uh, I'll do one over the weekend. Take some photos on both phones, and then we'll do a little camera test on Instagram. A little A-B test. And just see what people think. Yeah, and, and you know, it's a funny thing, because Michael Fisher did his little live yesterday, and... Um, if you don't dig into the specs, you wouldn't know that it is the older camera array from the, it's the one from the, like you said, yeah, it's the older. one from They've the older son of they've used forever. He obviously hadn't dug into the specs yet because people were asking, you know, what have they dumbed down the camera? And his response was, you know, I'm not sure. So that means in two or three days of having it and using it, he's not noticed a difference in the photos that he's taking. So... That says a right. lot and, about Google software and what they're doing. And as doing. a Pixel yeah, 6 so. Pro user, I'm kind of like, I, I want there to be a little bit of a difference, to be honest. Like, I want to think. Yeah, absolutely. This. But too bad. Yeah. <laughs> you're paying for a nicer screen. That's what you're paying yeah. for. Well, and, and the truth is, you know, like, uh, you know, because we talked about this in the video, too. The haptics are awesome in this phone. And that that's not a big yeah, headline I did or whatever. Yeah. But the haptics are great. Haptics are great. Uh, and that's an important part of the experience of using a phone. Like, a phone feels better crafted if the haptics are tight and good. Um, this is, again, one of those things, a nod to Apple, that they figured out years ago. They started putting good haptic motors in their iPhones. And there was just something different. Like, when you held it and there's something different, when you start using a loose haptic motor, it's like, ugh, what is this? Like... This big, like, yeah. kind of feel versus that tight yeah. punch you get from a good haptic motor. Um, and so, you know, Google's figured that out, I think, since, gosh, the Pixel 2, probably, maybe 2 or 3, uh, when they started putting these really nice haptic motors in. And they've put them in all of their phones uh, since yeah. that point. But the uh, the speakers are great, I would say, right? We, we did side-by-side -side with the Pixel 6, and I almost feel like it's the same speaker set, like, they sounded very, yeah. very similar. Yeah. Uh, I still think the Pixel that, 6 is a little bit you, better. Yeah, what you said with the haptics, what we noticed, the haptics on the 6 are great. They really are, but uh, there, there's been some news going around about the placement of them on them on that compared to the 6 Pro. And obviously, they've, they've put them in a better place on the 6A because the haptics on the 6A actually feel better than on the 6. Yeah, they're not the so. six aren't. They're not sloppy. They're not rattly. They're just the where they're placed. They're not as strong. You get a way more distinct feedback with the six A than you do the six. It's amazing. Yeah, basically, it's the the haptic motor is like down lower in the right. in the handset. So especially while you're typing, it's more under your fingers. Like I notice it a ton with the the six Pro. Mm -hmm. uh, so it feels like they made that kind of. I don't know if they made that decision on purpose or that's just where they had space um, to put it, but. You know, I, when you start talking about all that stuff together, so, you know, the same aluminum side rails basically is the Pixel 6. Um, cameras that are clearly top-notch. Uh, they're, they're not technically speaking Google's best, but for all intents and purposes, great. Uh, great haptics, great speakers. A good screen, apart from this 60 hertz, you know, refresh rate thing that's going on, like... I, Again, I, part of that could just be psychosomatic from having looked at high refresh screens for so long. You know, I think there's a chance if you use this for probably three, four, five days solid, which I did not, I would use it kind of off and on and off and on and off and on. 
that maybe your eyes would just get used to that and you wouldn't think yeah. about it as much. Um, it's just been a long time since I've used full time for like weeks and months on end uh, a phone that, that has 60 hertz refresh rate. But the, the colors on it look good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a good OLED screen. Like the, it's the not camera stellar. hump on the back. Yeah, the camera hump on the back. Like I, I don't dislike it on the six and six Pro, but they the way they've made it more subtle. It's Here, hold a, them up oh, on your camera yeah. so the it's focus so will get awesome. it. So, it's uh, it's so awesome. It's very subtle. I mean, you it's it, the phone it's, will almost. It's not wave, flush, but, but yeah, man, it's, it's flush, so much closer. It's a uh, it's a really really good look, and it looks really good with those uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, D brand skins that Joanna wrote about. So, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I do so like I mean, that color too. We have what is this? Say is this sage? This sage. Yeah, it looks sage. Good. Um, so yeah, I mean, you put all that stuff together and give it a four four hundred forty nine dollar price tag, right? Right. Let let it go on sale for three ninety nine, three forty nine for Black Friday or something, and you start looking and going, okay, if you want the Pixel experience, if you've been eyeballing a Pixel phone, it's not to say I think that the the six and six Pro are overpriced because they're not. I think they're no. priced very well. I think six hundred bucks for the Pixel six is great, um, but this is a way to get there. I think on even a smaller budget and yeah. still feel like it's it is one hundred percent the iPhone. Um, SE, SE move yeah. without being, I think, uh, as many cheapening hardware moves to get there. So I, I feel like Apple, like with the display, it, the display on the SE is still real gross. Um, it, it's just an old, old LCD display. So now you're getting a nice OLED, you know, small bezel screen. It doesn't look like a phone from 2005. It looks like right. something modern. Um, you know, I, you're getting the the speakers. You're getting a great camera array, uh, not a single camera, a multi camera array. Um, you're getting Google's best silicon, and granted, it's not as good as Apple's latest silicon, but you're getting what Google has, the best thing Google has to offer. Um, and so, I mean, I to me, I think that the downgrades that they're they're putting in place here are the right ones. Like they they did all the right things. They cut all the right corners uh, for this particular phone and. I just I, I think they did a great job with it. I really do. Well, and and like you said, the the prices for all of that that you just went through, the price is good, and it will. I I mean, it will almost certainly go yeah, on sale. And that's what kills me is that a, a week or two ago, before before this actually released, there were a few articles going around like, "Where's the true budget smartphone from Google for the masses or oh, whatever?" Yeah. I'm like, four forty nine isn't a you know that isn't a walk in and get two hundred dollar phone price, but. You can get it free if you add a line. Google's boosted their trade-ins on uh, older Pixels on the Google Store. And even right now at T-Mobile and a few others, you can get $300 off if you're trading in one of like 30 or 40 older phones. So $149 for this phone is incredible. Yeah. You're not going to get a phone well, of this caliber. Well, it's just like, what, what, what do people expect? Like, uh, yeah, what, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't know... That that Google is in a position to go out and make a two hundred dollar phone yeah, or buy something. an Altec like, or whatever. Yeah, if the, you want that, there's yeah. other phones you can go buy. Like, as far as affordability, I, I feel like this is a truly uh, mid range affordable phone. Well, I'll I'll put this out there, and I didn't read that article. I saw the headline and just kind of yeah, moved on. But they yeah, said they used the term for the next billion. Um, yeah, yeah. Google uses that term a lot to talk about emerging markets. So when they talk about the next billion, they have over a billion Android users. They talk about the next billion. They're talking about moving into uh, more impoverished nations, places that don't have a lot of money, that the economy is not good. Um, and so I think that was the 
that was the crux of the article was more okay. talking about that kind of stuff versus yeah. uh, markets like U.S. and Western Europe right. and but still you know, I, I don't China know I just feel, so yeah. I, because because they they've done a couple like they made Android one for a little while um, yeah. this idea of having this like pared down version of Android that would run on lesser devices. I think the article was asking like, is Google Google has this initiative? They want to push into these other markets. Are they ever going to make a Google made phone that right. fits that description? And so far they haven't. Yeah. And Google's never said they're going to. Like they partner with other OEMs that can produce at larger right. scale for much less money for that. But I think that was the crux of the article of saying you know are they going to I, I get that. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Phone. It makes sense because I mean, like, we talked about. I don't know that Google will for a while because they. Yeah, they, but we've need, talked about this massive scale to do that kind of. Yeah, uh, Samsung's production. number one selling phone isn't the Galaxy S whatever. It's the A fifty. What it's the fifty three right now, and that's their four hundred four hundred fifty dollar phone. That's their Pixel A series. Now Samsung does make two hundred dollar phones too. But the A series is their bread and butter, yeah. and uh, I just I don't know. There's if you go outside of the United States, there's more Android cheap Android phone makers than you can sh- shake a stick at. So yeah. I just don't know that Google needs to be in that yeah, market. Cause, yeah, to do to do those sorts of phones at that scale, those are budget. You know, you mm-hmm. would consider those budget phones. Uh, you just have to have massive scale, and you got to be able to make so many of them. And, and as we've said, Google is still a fairly new hardware yeah. company, and and these phones are, yeah, they're they're maybe you could call it like a more affordable or mid range, you know, category, where you know in, in the in the for what you're getting, you, you're you're getting a lot of phones, a whole lot of phones. You're getting a lot of phone, yeah. uh, and and like we said, hopefully it will go on sale, which would be nice. And then yeah, being able to go to your carrier and pick one up is nice. Um, yeah, I, I think this is this is uh, just another great addition to this this A series, and it's a great addition to the Pixel lineup. And I think I love that uh, you know Robbie hinted hinted at it, but or, or t- chatted about it, but like being able to have the processor, being able to yeah. have Tensor in this phone and not some degraded uh, processor, I think is incredible. And we've talked about it on the show before, but. That's also going to get Tensor out there getting used by more yep. and more people. That's giving that's giving Google more and more data to make adjustments and tweak and, and make improvements to that processor. And that's exciting for yeah, me. Yeah, because like, I mean, I, like I put in my post yesterday, I, I wouldn't be opposed to having this phone. If, it, if I were in the market for a new phone and there wasn't anything exciting coming out, I'd be totally fine with that. But I have the 6, but you know, T-Mobile, you can add a line and get one of these for free. How many preteen or teenage kids getting their first phone would look at their parents and be mad that they're getting a pixel that you you guarantee you they they've seen them advertised you know if they're if they're not iphone kids they would love to get this phone the tensor is going to be exponential from this point out and then when you see it getting into you know possibly tablets and chrome os hardware and all that it's a big play big play by google yeah Hey, speaking of speaking of other Google hardware, Robbie wrote up a <laughs> Robbie wrote up a, a really interesting article the other day uh, about a mention of Pixel Books, plural, yeah. not R- books Rick, about pixels. Rick threw out Pixel Books, a Pixel Books, <laughs> and we all, other than the Verge, missed it. 
It's yeah. crazy. Uh, so sh- wild. Shout out to sh- shout out to our, our Google rep who kind of pointed me in that direction. Uh, yeah. I don't want to act like I just magically found that. Uh, Robbie was reading uh, old yeah. Google I.O. interviews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. And one more one more addendum to the whole uh, uh, tensor on uh, Pixel 6a to add to that mix. Uh, if this phone sells like other A-series phones have sold, uh, and then you have a little bit of a markup for the fact that six Pixel 6 and 6 Pro have sold better than any other Pixel yep. before. So the 6A should do better than any other A-series, and the A-series is always out all the regular the Pixel. Pixel. Right. So you know you do the math. There's going to be a lot of these sold uh, through multiple channels. But getting that name out there is it's great for Google. It's great for data. It's great for testing. It's great for all those things. Yeah. But it's also great for developer awareness. So mm, yep. you're also going to get developers for games and other apps that realize, oh, there's we na- we haven't tweaked our our app for Google's phone yet. Like we're we're good for Android and we're good for the Snapdragons of the world, but we haven't really looked at any of the issues we've run into with Tensor specifically. Um, and I, I I always go back to and I always point out, you know, um, PUBG Mobile. You know, we barely play that game anymore, but I go back and test it every once in a while to see have they updated their app to fully take advantage of Tensor, and they still haven't, you know. And and so we're we're coming up on a year uh, shortly of Tensor being in the wild, and because I, I and I know that they do this because they've done it with other like MediaTek devices we've we've messed with before, where it had no optimization, and then if there was an update, and now okay, I can turn all these graphic settings up that just weren't right. possible before. It's not that the chip changed; they just turned on the ability for their game to leverage and see the GPU and CPU. Yep. Um, so that tells me there's still, there's still, um, you know, apps and, um, um, games and all that kind of stuff out there that, that just don't leverage tensor the way that they should or the way that they yep. could. And by getting a huge slew of not some tensor B version, but it's the same tensor chip out right. there. All of a sudden now the number of tensor devices goes way up. Developers, are almost forced to have to be like, all right, we got to look at this and just figure this out. It's a great point. It's probably not, probably not massive amounts of work, but uh, that's the part of the six A getting out in wide numbers that I'm super excited about because I, I want to see, I want to see developers look at yeah. it and go, okay, cool. Yeah, we got to make sure we're good with Snapdragon. <laughs> we we also got to make sure that we're. Oh, oh, there he is. He's back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Um, <laughs> my just keep rolling good. with that. Yeah, me and my phone, we're here talking. Like, um, but, you know, like see, knowing that developers are going to have to take advantage and 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 see it and go, okay, I've got to deal with Snapdragon. Sure, um, I need to make sure it works on on iPhones. Yes, um, and then I got to make sure it works on Tensor. Like, the, right? The, it's yeah, just because top who's of mind? Yeah, that one po- that one post you wrote a while about who's number two? Google was number four in the U.S. Is that right? For phones, smartphones. Yeah, yeah. So it was no, Sam's, Motorola, Apple, Lenovo, Apple. and yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so just Apple, was, so. Apple aside, Android phones. Realistically, whether you like it or you agree, in the next five years, Google should or could or has the potential to be the number two smartphone maker, Android smartphone maker in the country in North America. And if developers do not take notice of that, then they are sorry, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and, seriously. And they I mean, will. I mean, yeah, they're, they're going to build will. stuff. 
they're going to build stuff for their audience. Like at the end of the day, that I, I can't imagine developers are sitting around thinking like, oh, how can we stretch our resources a little farther and <laughs> yeah. talk about more and build for more platforms? Like they're going to build for who people who are buying their stuff. And so yeah, up absolutely. until you know just recently, it's been a one pony show in in android it's snapdragon they own the market for a long time and uh it's just not the case anymore so yeah you know it's it's exciting to see um and 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 i think google needs you know between this launch and then the pixel 7 and 7 pro i think you know we'll we'll get tensor to the point where it can't be like it's not like a choice of whether you decide to write for it or not like i just don't think you can ignore it anymore uh, at all, and then the the you know the Pixel tablet and all that stuff. Anyway, sorry, just wanted to point that out before we move on. Yeah. Um, so let's talk Pixel Book, Pixel Books, Pixel Books. Yeah, he, Pixel he books. made it plural too. It's plural. Yeah, so it, it was one sentence, uh, but that's that's how uh, hopeless we are in the Pixel Book world right now. <laughs> yeah. So was this <laughs> in sentence. a in a a presentation or was it an interview with the Verge? That he talked with the Verge. They he didn't do. They didn't them. like okay. put. Yeah, they didn't put up the interview necessarily. Okay. But so they might. Because I was like, emails. if he said this in one of the I/O chats and we missed it, shame on us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. it was a it was a thing to the Verge, and that's probably yeah. why most people didn't see it. Um, it was generally just like literally one sentence in the middle of them talking about the. They, they were actually asking about um, when they decided to ditch uh, tablets, when they said, okay, we're going to get rid of tablets, um, and then saying, okay, now you've come back to that. Like, why Why did you come back to that, and what's what's going on with that? And so he kind of basically said in the midst of that that, you know, they're, they're looking at expanding um, Tensor to, to Pixelbooks. Um, and I want to get – I want to get the quote right. So I'm pulling it up here real quick. Uh but, you know, again, it was, I don't know, it was almost like just a side, like, oh, yeah, and, and this is this is working. But he, he said, clearly, for future Pixel books. Yeah. Um, so the, the cool thing here, let me read it to you. Osterlo did say Google plans to make more Pixel books, by the way, but he wouldn't say when. Well, of course, he's not going to say when. Um, but the, the crazy thing is for, um, sorry, I just muted you all, um, for... The longest time, all we've had when it comes to uh, Pixelbook news or the idea, like we had some commits we were following, those fell through. They were either abandoned or turned out to be something else. We had uh, Lindar with its light bar that we thought maybe that'll be something. Had a chance, yeah. uh, and then there was another one with an assistant key. Uh, we thought that would be something. Nope. And so those all got kind of pushed to the side. And you know, Google said they're not going to make any more tablets. And every Google rep we've asked about a Pixelbook, they've just been like, ah. You know, don't know. And so we had one, one, uh, well, actually, there was another story where a product manager or something for Google basically told Android Authority, I think, uh, that they wouldn't be making uh, any, there would be no Pixel Books in 2022 or 2023. Um, And and then they said, other than that, I don't know. And so that wasn't like, yeah, they're coming. They're just not coming yet. It was like, I don't know. Uh, it I felt more you, like, hey, we don't have anything on the roadmap right now because we're focused exactly. on other things as well. And I feel <laughs> Which, like somebody at one point said that, like, right now, that's not on our roadmap. We're focused on our partners. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And that's when we talk about John Melitas and stuff, like, that's the that's kind of the response we get from everybody from Google when we ask about this. Because, and I get it, like, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, you know, like, the, the idea that... You know, Google makes a Pixel Book or a, a flagship Chromebook when they need to move the market somewhere, and then, so now it's like, okay, well, 
the market's feeling pretty mature. You know, with with devices that we've got in the office right now that I look at, I'm like, I don't I don't know where else Google has to push anybody. Um, and you know, for a little bit, I thought, well, Tensor's the reason. So Tensor's the thing that gives gives Google the reason to go make another Chromebook. I'm like, well, where does that push the market to though? Because we could make a, a claim that maybe, perhaps, at some point, that you know, um, Google might share Tensor with manufacturers, but probably not. I, I, I don't think they're going to do that, but they might. Um, they could. Uh, so, as far as the market's concerned, if we if we get a Tensor-powered Chromebook, what does that what's that do for the the Chromebook market? I don't I don't think it does anything. I mean, it's like, oh, here's a ARM-powered Chromebook from another manufacturer like it doesn't change anything we've got some pretty cool arm powered chromebooks already out and plenty of them coming so i'm like that's not a game changer but then it hit me like i think google's play here is less about moving the market forward this time yep. and more of a we're, we're ready to move our market share forward yes. in this thing it's and it's about tensor it's it, it, <clears throat> for google i remember figuring out like years ago like they made it clear, and it took me a minute to kind of get my head around it. But like, once the assistant came out, it was like everything's going to be about assistant for a little while. Like, that's just what they're going to do. And yep. if it doesn't drive people towards using the Google Assistant, I don't think they're going to really dip a lot of money into this. And I feel like, from the hardware standpoint, that's Tensor now. So, the, if if it doesn't push towards Tensor. I just don't think that they're too interested in it at this point. And it's up to now. Yeah. Building a new Chromebook doesn't do that, and we're not pushing the Chromebook market forward anymore because they did it. You know, they've they've created uh, a mature market, so you're not doing that. Um, but putting out a Tensor Chromebook doesn't. If it doesn't push that forward, what does it do? And it would really help, um, you know, move Tensor forward in a different way because Google clearly wants to fight with Apple basically on on common ground. So if if Apple's making their own phone silicon their own ipad slash tablet silicon and their own laptop silicon you, you would bet that google wants to do the same thing and probably for the yep. pixel watch too i don't know that the first yep. one will have tensor in it because they've been developing the pixel watch for a while but mark my words if this one doesn't the pixel watch 2 will absolutely have a tensor processor inside and everything yep. google right. makes probably moving forward will be tensor powered and so this isn't about the chromebook market it's about tensor like the, the a, a Pixelbook move at this point will absolutely be about Tensor, about saying, "Hey, our SOC powers not only your phone, but your tablets and your laptops." And so that yeah, I, I, right, I feel and like that's that's, that's the exactly the feeling there. I get. Yeah, they've gotten to this place with their phones where they they've become an affor- affordable manufacturer who can compete. And you said it yourself with the Pixelbook. I mean, it's iconic. And at the time when it came out, it did push the market forward. But now we have manufacturers like HP who are making Chromebooks that are on par with the nicest Windows machines that you can buy. They have every feature you can think of. Uh, The work is being done on external GPUs and dedicated GPUs. And we'll see stuff like Face Unlock. All of this stuff is sort of self-perpetuating now because the manufacturers have have finally bought in 100% to the ecosystem and said, we have to make Chromebooks and we have to make them good. Google doesn't have to do that anymore. They don't have to push that area of the market forward, but they can work on focusing on their chip. And then when the time is right, they can say, here is the next Chromebook by Google. 
and it will be in because even now you look at the pixel book yes the elite dragonfly is awesome it's premium it has anything you can think of if i were going completely on aesthetics i'd rather carry a pixel book yeah it doesn't have to be the most powerful device in the world the pixel book go is still an incredible device it's nowhere near as powerful as other devices that came out that year. I, uh, or I capable. The, like, it's yeah, not as capable. Ryan, it yeah. just isn't. But it's yeah. great to use. It's purely like, Google. I, yeah. Yeah. There's And there's something about that that, you know, I I don't know. I know Google does. I know Google wants to work with their partners. I get that. And they don't want to come in and, like, that's why you're not going to see another Pixelbook <laughs> with 12th Gen Alder Lake. And every year they're going to make a new Pixelbook and fight with HP no. and all that. And they they want to work with these people and, and put out Chromebooks. But nobody else can make a Chromebook with Tensor in it. Uh, and, and I think Google could shine a light on what it's like. Like I don't think other manufacturers are going to go build their own silicon to make a Chromebook. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, but Google can now just shine the light instead of saying, hey, let's get the market going somewhere else. It's like, no, we're, we're just going to be a little selfish at this point and, and point to Tensor. We're not trying to undersell other Chromebook manufacturers, we're trying to prop up and show off Tensor yeah. as a platform. And, and 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 do you all think that by doing that, they would open the door to say, "Hey, other manufacturers, if you want Tensor in your Chromebook, we've now you know opened it up to where you can have an HP, whatever Dragonfly powered I think that, by Tensor." I think they could if they wanted to, but I think realistically, realistically, for that to be a profitable endeavor for them, Google would need to actually. Because Apple doesn't make their own chips, right? Right, Robbie. They don't, They're not. They don't, they don't fabric, have their don't own foundry, them, right? They don't fabricate. No, I'm them. pretty. I think they they fabricated Samsung. Right. So you're talking about Google taking a chip from Samsung, tweaking it to be Tensor, and then re- not saying they couldn't. But if this move is for them to grow their 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 hardware industry, yeah. I think they'd have to start uh, fabricating their own silicon and i don't see that being on the roadmap in the near future and it could be totally wrong i mean maybe there's enough there's enough profit margin in those types of uh socs that they could do that but yeah. i don't know yeah, yeah i don't i don't see that anywhere near reality uh just yeah. because the fabricating i mean there's two technically two there's a third one in china yeah. there's there's a third one now in china um they just they came out with a seven nanometer process just yeah. the other day i saw yeah. is that um, kieran no, that's the name. Know? That's the name of a um, a chip of some sort. I, uh, whoever makes Kieran, Huawei maybe is Kieran. Yeah, sounds, sounds uh, good. But they, I think they use TSMC. <laughs> but this is an actual foundry, like a, a fabrication um, oh, nice. place. It's okay. it's almost like TSMC. It's like MSSC or something. Well, I don't know. I don't okay. remember what it was. But you know, um, it's they're they're trying to you know fabricate chips, and that's fine. But to the fact that if you think about it, microprocessors are in everything you know oh, all yeah. over the place um for there to be only two real foundries <laughs> in the whole world tells me that it's very difficult and or very expensive and or both <laughs> um yeah. and so if that's the case like for google to make that kind of move like they would have to be like the fact that apple's not doing that already <laughs> right, right tells yeah. me that it's yeah. it's probably mm, way outside really, of Google's uh, really difficult uh, realistic abilities to do. I'm not saying yeah. they couldn't dump half of their finances into doing it, but I, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. And so to, I agree with Gabe on that. If they're not going to be fabricating their own chips, then are they really going to to tweak you know existing fabrications to their specifications 
get them out the door and then sell them to people. I, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, Cause like, I, I remember that. seeing this last year and I don't know if it's actually, if they've broken ground on it or not, but November of last year, Samsung announced that they were opening a second foundry in Texas. The price yeah. of that foundry is $17 billion <laughs> from oh a company God. that is already yeah. doing it. That's not insane. a company that's right. starting from scratch. So, and, and don't get me wrong, Google has seventeen billion to put in. Right, it, but you know, but the ongoing investment of yeah. building a foundry and then doing it correctly, yeah. insane. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's that's and probably and paying the paying the people that know how to actually do the founding, yeah, yeah. <laughs> foundering, <laughs> the found the foundry years. Their job, their job is so difficult. I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> they're they're founderiers. Yeah. yeah. But boundary founder, a fa- a fa- founder. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I, I think uh, it comes huh. down to I think it comes down to Google's how Google wants to position this is all it comes down to. Mm-hmm. If if the next Pixel Book is what other Pixel Book slash Google Chromebooks have been, then yes, I think there is a chance that that um, Tensor is opened up to other manufacturers because Google's always positioned the Pixel Book to help move the market forward. That it's right. never a self-serving thing. It's like here's something to aim at. Try this, guys. Like here's what we need to be doing. Um, but if they come out and they're not trying to do that, if they just come out with a awesome Pixel Book that is just everything they want to make in a Chromebook from a Google hardware perspective and it has a Tensor SoC in it, I'm going to lean towards no. I'm going to lean towards yeah. this as a change. It, it, mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe, I know Google doesn't do a good job of planning a lot of things like down the road. <laughs> but just maybe they've looked at this and gone, hey, guys, I think we, we've kind of made it. Like these Chromebook manufacturers are getting it. We've got a good system going. We're going to keep working with them. Let's go, Let's let's compete. Yeah, let's go. Like it's time for us to go now and and be a part of this. So that w- instead of a Pixel Book every who knows how long, and it's a different device every time. I mean, think about it: Chromebook Pixel, Chromebook Pixel, sure. But then it was Pixel Book, Pixel Slate, Pixel Book Go. Like all very different devices. Again, because they're serving the market. What happens if Google starts making Chromebook Just, hardware to serve yeah. themselves, to serve the, the Chromebook, to serve the Pixel lineup? Because I feel like right. at Google I/O, they finally went. You know what? All right, we're ready. Here's a here's, here's an portfolio. ecosystem. Here's a family yeah. of devices. Yeah, right. And if if that's the the play for the next Pixel Book, I think they did a great job of um, nurturing the, the 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 market and helping their partners. And they can continue doing that, but they can now become a competitor in that yeah. market, yeah. and and not I don't think upset anything because yeah. There's all these all these different ways that people go about choosing what Chromebook to buy, and they do it already. That's what they do with the right. Pixel. They exactly. they help Samsung. They work with Samsung on foldable stuff and all the crazy stuff Samsung wants to do, while at the same time having the Pixel team inside of Google. That we've heard this before. The Pixel team has to do everything the same way a Samsung or a OnePlus or anybody else would do. Like they have to go about their processes the same way. It's not like they get special treatment because they're Google hardware, like they yeah. they access the same stuff that other hardware manufacturers do, and so there's still this. Hey, we're going to compete with you, but we're also here to help you. It's a super weird thing, yeah. But they could do the same super weird thing in the Chromebook space moving forward. The the market's fine now. They can well, they can go do that. And I guarantee you, there are some very smart uh, <clears throat> financial folks and some market research folks at Google 
that they might even had like a number, right? They mm-hmm. like the the market need to needs to reach need certain to maturation, or it needs to reach certain sales or whatever, and then we'll kind of lean back yep. into this. And Tensor maybe lined up with that coincidentally, or just it was part of the plan. It, right. it could have just been kind of part of the ongoing plan, and and now to see an ongoing line of Pixelbook that is, hey, this next year we get the Pixelbook 2023 with Tensor, yep. and right. the next year it's the Pixelbook 2024, you know, whatever. It's just the new version, same thing as Mac. Yeah. Right. That would be incredible. Not, Pixelbook Air. I can see them not, Air. not doing Bye. it a detachable anymore, like yep. they do an Android yeah. tablet, and they're not messing with... Because I, I think they, they've fallen in and felt the the reality of the fact that most people are using Chromebooks <laughs> to do task based things like 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 what we're doing right here or you know getting work done or typing an article or, or finishing that paper up or you know doing that type of stuff where you're just requiring a keyboard and, and mouse most of the time and so you know really focusing in on a tablet maybe not the, the most important thing at the time um, and so maybe they'll have a pixel tablet and that's that's just the pixel tablet and that's what they do with it and it runs Android. And the Pixel Book is always going to be a convertible, or they have a convertible and a clamshell every right, year yeah. that come out. You know, and they have those two, or maybe they go only clamshell and they they sure. do a larger and smaller. Who knows? They can do whatever they want. So they haven't created some precedent where they have to create the same thing over and over. Yeah. As much as I'd love to see them just take the original Pixel Book and yeah. run a few tweaks here and there yes. on it. God, yeah. it's, it was so close to almost perfect. I mean, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I, yeah. The more we talk about this, the more we're sitting here talking about this. I'm like, I feel like that's the play, and I feel like yeah. that's why he said Pixel Books. Yep. Like I don't yeah. think he meant it's this ongoing line in, in of, whatever. Yeah. yeah, 2023, 2024, whenever this thing shows up. I don't think he was saying like, oh, we're going to have four Pixel Books. You know, I think it's going to be the Pixel Book and ongoing Pixel Books. Like it's going to be part of Google hardware. Like it's just going to be part of that division, and and that's yep. that's their laptop. You know, and, and, and maybe they couldn't do that before because it's like, oh, we don't know what Intel's going to do or who's going to provide the chip for this. And right. they were kind of all over the place. But at I.O., it feels like they reined it in. They, they, they brought did. all those ideas into kind of one thing. And it's like, okay, this is coalesced into something. Let's make sure that the Pixelbook's part of that, but we need to make sure Tensor's ready. And then when it is, like, just like Pixels get a new Tensor, we're going to get the new Tensor and the new Pixels. Yeah, you know, whenever a new pic, uh, new Tensor comes out for a Chromebook, the Pixel Book's going to get it, yeah. and the, the Tensor C I, or whatever right. you want to call it, <laughs> right? To go in the Chromebooks, yeah. Because yeah, it's like obviously, you know, Chrome OS and, and Chromebooks are such, you know, a a a a kind of large kind of market share and kind of brand, uh, a, a big portion of Google, right? When, right. <laughs> when you think about the the Google lineup and you think about obviously, you know, everything that they're doing, they, they obviously are spread out and doing all of these different things, but Chrome OS is such a, a core part of that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that he said Pixelbook instead of Chromebooks. Like, yeah. please don't, please don't get rid of Pixelbook. That was oh, such, such a, a good name. name. It's such, it's such a yeah, good cause name. Yeah, because lest we forget, the Pixel lineage started with a Chromebook, right. not, not a phone. Right. It started in 2013. Bring it back. Yep. Bring it so. back. Them, Full them circle. Changing, them changing from Chromebook Pixel to Pixelbook was brilliant. Absolutely. I mean, it was such a good, and it's a great, like, it rolls off the tongue. It oh, sounds yeah. great. And all these years later, like, people still want a Pixelbook. They don't want to talk about a, a Google-made Chromebook. They just want a, no. they want Pixelbook. Like, yeah. that's something, that it says something to, you know, yeah. that even with a device that probably didn't sell like crazy, they created 
some sort of marketing with it. All, all and I'm really itself. surprised like, it, that no one to this, to this day has made a device comparable to the go like in that and with that type of styling not identical right. but that, everything like a every acer or asus they all kind of have their own aesthetic and i get that but there's so much flexibility with this that no one's done anything similar let's, to the go let's just go to whatever factory oh, that thing man. came from let's get a uh let's get here we a, go let's get a mediatek <laughs> 1380 slap it in there yeah that's, it's that easy, right? Yeah, that's all you do. It's that easy. Let's do Draw it. Draw Chrome Unbox on the front. There Let's go. go. <laughs> it's good. It's, just, it's our, it's our so- yeah. circle logo on the back, and we're good to go, baby. There you go. It's the Chrome Unbox book. <laughs> the wow. Unbox book. <laughs> no. Talk about names that, that roll off the tongue. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Unbox book. Yeah. Okay. That's that's awesome. Yeah, anyway. All righty. Well, there you have it, folks. We're excited. Uh, this is... Like Robbie said, I mean, we have been talking about a new Pixel Book for so long. We found at least that we this isn't we we didn't like where this was a direct quote, right? Yeah. It's not like we're 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 no. This isn't some we've extrapolated this right. From That's where it was. Yeah, we and it's weird. It's not that we had lost hope. It's just we had pushed it so far into the back of our minds and thought, I don't think Google's never going to make a Chromebook. Yeah. It's yeah. just it just wasn't. Looking we don't know it. It could be five or ten. The years. timeline was just this so, makes it feel yeah. much more tangible. Yeah, yeah. You know? and coming from from Rick Rostolo, which yeah, is who knows a few things. He knows a few things. Yeah. All right, folks, I think that's it for today. We appreciate you all tuning in, listening, and watching. If you are watching on YouTube again, please make sure to go down and click subscribe. As we get a little closer to ten thousand subs, we're going to do a giveaway. Yep, we might even start it kind of soon. Might just start it and let it roll. Just for fun. Just for kicks and gigs. Uh, and also, if if you do subscribe, please give us a thumbs up if you like this. And click the little bell notification icon uh, so that way you'll get a notification when we publish future episodes. Okay, that's it for today. We appreciate you all, and we'll catch you next week. See you. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.